The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. It was about an ambitious plan, and uh, we talked to lots and lots of people up and down the country. Uh, I saw the reaction. We uh, considered uh, what to do with it. And I felt, and the Prime Minister felt, that this was just a distraction on what is a very strong package. That was the UK Chancellor of the Exchequer, Kwasi Kwarteng, there speaking on BBC Breakfast this morning. I'm looking to him on my screen now. He is, as we speak, uh, he is addressing uh, the Conservative uh, Conference. Uh, He has announced today a U-turn on the dropping the abolition of the uh, 45% tax rate, the high income tax rate and people earning over £150,000 sterling. The LBC presenter Sheila Fogarty joins me now. Sheila, I, I understand you've just come off air. You've been speaking to people about this for the afternoon. Amongst the great British public, I mean, is there a sense of relief? Is there an anger out there? Are people despondent, disillusioned? How are they feeling? I think there's a mixture of all of that. There were one or two voices. I talked for three hours. I think I took calls for three solid hours on, on this topic. Um, people obviously, as you know, come at it from different angles. But the vast majority of calls were angry or were exasperated or frustrated or were afraid. So all the negative. One or two said, give them time. But literally one or two, there weren't many at all, saying, give this new government time. But there's a great deal of um, distress, really, about how they were, you know, supposedly, you know, the great new thing, the new broom in Downing Street, but they were able to make such a monumental error so early on as to have people's mortgages instantly becoming more expensive to get or to service and to have people's pensions threatened and the Bank of England having to intervene. So there's, they're in, they're still in deep trouble. Yeah, well, when you and I spoke about this uh, previously, the assessment <laughs> seemed to be that uh, you know they either uh, persist with the plan and utterly undermine their credibility in the short term, or they do a U-turn, maybe save their bacon temporarily, but ultimately yeah. utterly undermine their credibility in the long term. Yeah, and I think at the time... You, I think it was only a week ago, wasn't it? We spoke, and you you um, took uh, you had a rather more a pessimistic view of their chances than I did. We were talking about the letters going in to the 1922 committee, and I was not pouring scorn on it. I would do that to you, but I was kind of saying, well, at this stage, I can't imagine they're going to upend things again and get rid of the the new prime minister. But actually, today. Um, I was thinking just this morning before you invited me on to talk, I thought, oh, I might have to eat some humble pie here if I go on News Talk again. Because the reality is, Conservative MPs, and who knows, maybe ministers, we don't know, certainly not in public, not many of them in public anyway, but but Conservative MPs are talking to lots of lobby journalists here in Westminster, and they are saying, oh my God, they've absolutely shot their bolt. We're going to have to work out how to get rid of them. If he goes, she has to go. They're absolutely wedded to these policies together. And then there's talk of MPs, Conservative MPs, voting in a replacement for uh, Liz Truss. Now, that's not going to be immediate. I can't imagine mm. that for a second. But it's certainly, I, I, did, I certainly didn't think that a week ago. But looking at some of the stuff that's been going on, going on over the weekend, she's really caused herself some problems within the party itself. Because the reality is, the change from that interview she did yesterday on the BBC to the announcement this morning of the U-turn came about, I think, entirely because of pressure from Conservative MPs. Yeah, I, I think I was recalling my Jonathan Swift and I suggested they eat their own young in the ranks of the Conservative <laughs> uh, uh, Parliamentary Party. Um, <laughs> is, there, is there indications, you talk about them being wedded and you can't get rid of one without the other. I, I did yeah. notice Liz Truss over the weekend quite firmly stating, well, the, the, the abolition of that tax rate was very much the Chancellor's decision. 
did. But he kind of, it's funny because on, on the Today program this morning in the UK, he, um, in a very painful interview from his perspective, he uh, took, he used the words, I take responsibility for the decision. But the presenter speaking to him said, but but you were, she was in full agreement, the Prime Minister was in full agreement with you. And he very blithely said, yes, yes, she was. So, you know, maybe he did a bit of throwing under the bus himself at that point. Yeah, or dragging Liz under the bus uh, with (laughs) him. Um, So, I mean, there is a sense, though, I guess, they've probably bought a little bit of time for themselves. Would would that be a a kind assessment of the last 24 hours? I'm not sure. I'm really not sure. I I think they knew they had to do something market about it so that the market could calm down a bit and it seems to have had an impact a bit um and in his speech as i'm sure you've been watching just now he's he's talked about being uh um, fiscally responsible but the same chancellor a week ago announced over 160 billion pounds worth of spending commitments without um costing them or or telling us how he's going to fund them so that doesn't feel very fiscally responsible. I don't think he's out of the woods yet on this. But in terms of buying time, I spoke to a former Treasury official um, on my program, as well as taking calls, and he genuinely thinks that they don't have long in office, the pair of them. He thinks she could be there for less than 100 days and that the damage that's been done, as well as the obvious damage in the markets and to people's lives and to their own political capital, he believes their political capital beyond the 45 cent mm. tax rate is very, very badly damaged and will make it hard for them to get through other elements of their programme, even within, even from their own Conservative benches. You, you, you could imagine, Sheila, couldn't you? I mean, Liz Truss heading off to Brussels to this big uh, leader's summit and, and talk of the protocol being back on the agenda and technical talks actually resuming. And while there might have been little hope uh, a few days ago of any real progress, you could imagine on that flight from London to Brussels, her advisor saying, you know what, you appear statewoman-like enough and you strike some <laughs> sort of deal here and you could still be Prime Minister come Christmas. If she finds some headline-grabbing and good policy that she can call her own, you mean? Yes. Yeah, well, potentially. I mean, politics, as you know, is incredibly fickle sometimes. But there's no doubting that the problem that she has, you know, whether she comes up with some protocol policy or not, the problem she has in voters' eyes, and therefore, you know, her own MPs are going to be watching that closely, is she's really hurt them. She's hurt them in the mortgage spending. She's hurt them because interest rates are going to rise more quickly and more sharply because of this. She's hurt plenty of people over their pensions. And everybody has to pay for the Bank of England bailout, as well as the, you know, the necessary energy bills um, uh, help that, that was coming, which was which was broadly welcomed. Um, so I, I think it's a bit more complex than mm. one good day and she's out of the woods, personally. Yeah, you, you know you're in trouble as well if you are on that flight and your Liz Truss and your advisors are saying, listen, your stock is so low, all you have to do is sort out Brexit and, and, and you've probably bought yourself a few more days in office. Anyway, Sheila, we well, will talk. I, see, on. See, see Theresa May for details on that one. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Look to our own back benches for advice. Sheila, we will talk again soon, I'm sure. Sheila Fogarty, LBC presenter. Uh, always a pleasure. A lot of people continuing to get in touch about Halloween decorations going up, including this listener who says, I passed a chemist on Camden Street in Dublin at lunchtime today Christmas tinsel up with the sun shining outside absolutely crazy is it too early to get the Halloween decorations up what do you think 53106 after the break the joy of journaling The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan weekdays from 4 on News Talk